0: Hello, and welcome to the RP HealthCast by Rooney Partners. I'm your host, Jeffrey Friedman. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been speaking with journalists about our current healthcare crisis. We took a look at the coverage from the perspective of all different types of media, whether that was from a print journalistic point of view from The New York Times and Barron's, or from live television from MSNBC. This week, we're going to take a look at the healthcare coverage from a different media point of view, from the internet. Our guest this week is Kevin Shipka. Kevin's the executive producer at Yahoo Finance. He's also worked as a producer for several other news desks, including MSNBC, CNN, and ABC News. Today we'll be talking to Kevin about the differences in power of the internet as a news media with viewers' expectations of a real-time, always-on reporting and coverage cycle versus how that may differ from other media. Hi, Kevin, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, before we get started, uh, I want to ask you how everyone's doing at Yahoo Finance, both physically and emotionally. I understand, you know, your team was personally affected by the coronavirus. Uh, one of your colleagues actually I heard lost several family members and we want to express our sis- sincere condolences over that. Um
1: how are you guys doing? Yeah, uh, well thank you for that and um by and large we're we're doing well. Uh we have weekly check-ins with with our folks uh as a group and then my my boss and I the the senior executive producer of of the live team uh we're going through and slacking people, texting people, calling people, jumping on hangouts, you know, making sure everyone is kind of all there. Uh and I also think that to some degree the work is helping, right? It keeps it gets you on a schedule, it gets you up, gets you showered if that's your thing, breakfast and and something that you can do every day uh but at the same time we've also tried to we've been very understanding as you mentioned the the colleague who lost several family members we had another colleague who tested positive bounced back amazingly fast um so all well there but the the, the company uh from the top down has been very understanding which has helped that's great and you really have to be in this time um
0: that's that's great to hear um, all right. Yahoo Finance. Um, you are the executive producer in charge of video content. Where where does Yahoo Finance sit within Yahoo uh, as the portal? It's a behemoth. So what is it that Yahoo Finance and then certainly yeah, the video content Yahoo Finance? Can you explain to everybody
1: what that is? Sure. Um, so. I'll I'll try and briefly give a little history of of how we got to where we are because that will inform this a little bit but when when I started uh, almost I guess 9 years ago video was just a it was all VOD there was no live we did a few minutes a day and put it in articles and what grew out of that W- at, at scale was was this interest the, the the traffic month after month and so we then launched you know one hour well it started as 10 minutes live and then an hour and and now um about uh, well a year ago this past january so a year and a half ago we went eight hours bell-to-bell coverage uh to essentially Offer some online-only competition to the CNBCs, Fox businesses, Bloomberg's of the world, and what makes us unique, uh, even in that competition, is the fact that we we are a website first, and so whereas perhaps for others, and I'm not going to speak for them, but you know they are. Terrestrial first and they have a website. We are a website and top to bottom. And so the the video and the live the live video in particular that, that I help oversee is just one part of what makes Yahoo unique and what makes Yahoo successful. We have a large team of people who are text first. We have a team that is events first and we have a team that's VOD first uh, and we work closely with all of them. So we take the events team and put their stuff on our live air. We take the VOD team and the the, the video that they produce that predominantly and, and specifically goes uh, as a video on demand product, but we run that on our live and we use the reporters and the text first people as our on air talent, as our reporters um, on the front lines. And so we, we're set up a little differently um than than many others in the media space and i think that's part of why we've been so successful
0: yeah that's so interesting and and with what i do you know in healthcare marketing and healthcare education a lot of times now a lot more than than we did historically we take an internet first approach and the way we do that is very, very different than the way we used to do in a print approach, right? Because our consumers have a different expectation on an internet-first consumption, right? So, you know, can you talk about what you think your viewers' expectations are in
1: this internet media consumption versus other type of channel? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a balance between... Well, the people that come to Yahoo Finance... Uh, A lot of them, maybe probably most of them, are coming for stock quotes to look at the portfolio that they've built um, on the site. And we are there front and center when you get there. We meaning the entire content team, all those different arms that I just mentioned. Um, And so I think we have those people that come there and they just want to see their portfolio and then they want to read about you know, the stocks that they have in it or the stocks that they're thinking about adding to their portfolio. We have people that come there and then want to watch lots of video, I hope. Um, We've got people that just are there to discover new stories, new ideas, and we provide it all uh, within the utility of their portfolio that they've built, which is very unique.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're truly surrounding uh, that viewer you know and yep. and serving them whatever it is that they're requesting and that's it that's the great thing about internet media is that you're able to serve them what it is they're exactly looking for
1: so that's yep great. and i think there's a balance even within that of the people that um want to see what's going on right now which is predominantly where where i sit right uh the 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 eight hours you come at you know 12 16 p.m and you want to know what's happening at 12 16 p.m and we're there for that but then there's also and i'm sure there's an overlap the venn diagram must be a mess but uh, <laughs> people that see that and then want to dig deeper and we've got first rate you know first in class reporters that are digging into these stories and offering you know 500 5,000 words on the, the topic that maybe we're talking about for two or three minutes. Yeah. No, that's, 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 that's great. And that's the power of
0: that internet uh, portal. Yep. So you, you said about a year and a half ago, you guys went from one hour, two hour to a full day reporting on financial media. And I understand they built you a beautiful state of the art studio down in uh, down in the village, down in the East village in New York. Yep. I haven't been there yet. I hope to go. Uh, But I heard it's very impressive. We hope Um, to have you. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to it as soon as I can get out of the house. Exactly. (laughs) Right, but so that so that here we are. Right, we're in a pandemic. So, how's the work environment changed since the onset of the coronavirus? Now with social distancing requirements, can you use this state-of-the-art studio?
1: Yeah, right now it's gathering dust. um, Really, that's it's what it's come to. Uh, Back in. The middle of March, we saw the writing on the wall days before it got here. That something drastic had to happen um, for us to continue doing our work. And the supportive company, you know, Verizon, really from from the top down. Said if if your people aren't comfortable coming to work, then they shouldn't come to work, and we're open to that. And as the days went on, more and more of our team were kind of like, I don't want to ride the subway in, I don't want to have to commute in on you know Long Island Railroad and NJ Transit and Metro North, um, all viable fears. And so we very quickly tried to figure out how we could uh, make it happen that we could work from home. And so we went from a little more than 100 people coming into the office uh, at the beginning of one week. And by the end of the week, we were, I think, to one person. And that one person is still there. There's still someone, one human being who goes in to make sure that the equipment is up and running. But we've found ways to remote access the computers that run our control room and uh, have been leaning on Google Hangouts and our broadcasting via Google Hangouts. They've been incredibly supportive. We've we've had great uh, great working relationship with the folks at Google to give us the, the the best of the best within their product, and we've made it work. Uh, and it's been incremental. You know, day day one, March. 6th, Sixteenth, I think it was, looked a lot different than it does today. Uh, the the amount of graphics we could play, the amount of video B roll we could play, the amount of sound bites we could play, they were essentially zero, essentially on day one. And now we found ways to get quite close to uh, to having the screen look the way it looked, you know, in January.
0: Now. The Great thing about the internet, you you have immediate feedback, right? Immediate data and analytics. Now, how has the demands changed for, uh, or I should say not demand, the consumption of the media on the platform with everybody working from home now? Has that Yeah, changed? I
1: mean, our numbers skyrocketed. And I think a lot of the news media and the financial news media, and specific, specifically, has seen a, a similar jump in numbers. Um, it that is fantastic, and we like it. We wish that that happened because of something good, not something bad. But it is what it is. Um, we also it the the difficulty in that is figuring out what like what our programming impact is on that. The decisions we make day in and day out, uh, it's getting a little bit easier now because it's become a new normal, even if it's a temporary new normal. And so you can see fluctuations in the data now based on decisions. But for a long time, it was just a mass of new people coming and the numbers were sky high. And you had no idea if what you did on a day-to-day basis was making an impact in those numbers for the good or bad, high or low. Um, So we're starting to be able to look at that. Uh, And the other question mark is, what becomes of this, you know, a year from now? Uh, Are we at a new, is this a new normal for our numbers? Or do we go back to where we were? We hope that we don't go back to where we were. We hope that people flock to us to get their information and that a lot of them stick around because they see, That we do a really good job and that we offer something that other outlets might not and we have new loyal viewers um again we wish that it was because awesome things were happening but uh it it is what it is
0: and and that's the holy grail right you you get this uh a bolus of uh of viewership and uh it's 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 trying to keep them and serving them what it is they're looking for. You certainly have the advantage uh, on the Internet side and the portal side because you're seeing exactly in real time where they're going for. I want to talk about content changes, but back to operational changes that you have with going from 100 to 1 in the office right now. Um, A lot of adaptations. Do you think any of these changes that you're making today although albeit because of the pandemic are actually better for the company. And do you think any of the changes you've made now are going to be permanent changes in how you develop, produce, and broadcast your content? You know, what do you think the life at Yahoo finance is going to look like, you know, in a post Corona?
1: Yeah. We've gone back and forth with what the, the new business as usual, uh, I believe is the term that, uh, that Verizon has been using and Honestly, we still don't know. Uh, But that aside, what we've learned is that we are extremely adaptable, that we can do a lot more without being tethered to a control room in a studio. We want to get back to the control room in the studio. It's more stable. There's more you can do. But I think things like being able to stand up a show remote, which we Don't do a whole lot that, uh, you know, maybe our terrestrial brothers and sisters do because they've got bigger staffs and they have been, you know, working with satellite trucks since, you know, the the dawn of satellite trucks. Um, And we just don't operate that way. But now we've found ways to be able to originate shows without needing a a home office. Again, I, I don't think that would become the everyday, but now. Oh there's a really cool event and we want to do our entire day from there and we don't want to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars that a you know network would have to well now we know how.
0: Right so you just plug in that's yep. great and that uh that broadens your thinking so it's definitely a huge positive. Now what about the content changes um you know that you were talking about yeah. is yeah, go ahead. I mean, has daily programming changed? Are you more COVID related or are you still, you know, strictly following the financial So medium? we were
1: I'd say a hundred percent COVID. I mean, it was all what is COVID doing to this stock, this company, this market, that whatever what what have you? But we were for a long time from you know the middle of March to even just a couple of weeks ago, all COVID all the time. And everything that we talk about is related to that because that's just life right now so we're even if, if you have a liberal view of things we're probably still almost 100 percent covid but we also know that there's a um a fatigue that has set in with that news and so we don't want to um we don't want to Hammer it home, put too fine a point on it. We still know that people want to know what else is going on, you know. Um, But again, you talk about a company and supply chains. Well, you talk about supply chain, you can't talk about that without discussing the impact of COVID because that is what the supply chain is right now. So it's hard not to do it. And, And I guess the point that we're at now is is finding a balance so that we don't drive people away who do have that fatigue and finding uh, some more silver lining stories, the the positive things people are doing. And and we've been doing that all along, but doing that even more so. Um, And also looking at the road to recovery, which we're going to be hammering home a lot more. Um, What you know, how do we get back to some semblance of normal? What does that look like? What does that impact on not just the companies and the markets, but your daily life and how you do things? Yeah, we're all looking forward to that part of the yeah. reporting, getting back to normal life.
0: Now, it, you lend a very interesting perspective to this, right? I mean, you joined Yahoo Finance a while ago in 2011, but before that, you worked in TV, right? You had seven or eight years. You worked at NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC. And your background was more of a focus on politics and the environment rather mm-hmm. than Wall Street so this is i don't want to say a whole new world for you but how is that transition both from television you know traditional tra- television media and politics and environment now focusing on to this thing called the internet in 2011 yeah. and more finance
1: wall street well focusing. in 2011 i was uh i was talking with a friend who was at yahoo i was at uh msnbc at the time and uh, I was saying, you know, I really think I need to get into digital because I don't want to be fifty years old uh with a kid, and I didn't have a kid at all at the time, but with a kid or kids that were going off to college and having someone say to me, Oh, you've been in television your entire career and we're all digital now, so you gotta you gotta get out of here. Uh we don't have a job for you anymore. And so I was play, playing a very, very, very long game at that point and uh this friend said well there's an opening over here for for finance and at the time uh i was kind of very reticent to to move into a a financial news because i didn't understand it uh and honestly if i needed to make that jump today with the infrastructure that we've built and the expertise we've built at yahoo finance i don't think i'd be able to cut it but at the time uh, they were taking baby steps into video, and they were willing to take to let me take baby steps and learn financial news. I knew what a stock was. I didn't know what an ETF was. Someone had to tell me that. Um, and you know, I bought stock markets for dummies and was reading investopedia and just picked up the wall street journal for the first time in my life that now is a daily read. And so that was a, a big change. And I still, there's, I'm surrounded by people much, much, much smarter on topics of, uh, markets and stocks than I, but, uh, you know, I'm confident I know what's an important story and what's not. And I think that's the point that, that that's kind of my job now, that and, and managing the staff. So I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. I still have a love for for all that other stuff. But then to the, the mechanics of terrestrial versus digital, uh, they've all kind of mashed up into one now, especially that we have been doing this eight hours of programming uh the the lines are very blurred and so that's good that you know we and i think that's where the whole digital space is going you're going to have a lot more people trying to get in on the i'm going to do a full day coverage 24 7 or whatever it may be on digital and so having that toolkit that i had from uh from TV has certainly helped. And then all the other stuff the, the changes, the differences in digital came because when I got here, we were going, like I said, with three minutes of VOD, nine minutes of VOD a day. And in those nine years, we ramped up and I feel like I figured it out along the way.
0: I'd say, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you definitely had a vision. You played the long tail and that's, that's fantastic and exciting and great for you. Now, what do you think in the next 10 to 20 years? What do you think this media coverage is going to be? And
1: what's next? After? Yeah, I wonder a lot about um, the people that have been saying for a long time that the likes of NBC Nightly News is going away, right? The 630 broadcasts are going away or that you know 24-7 TV TV's going away because millennials and zennials don't watch TV. The thing is that, they're all watching tv they're just watching it on their ipads or their iphones um and so i continue and have always found it hard to believe that uh you know 30 rock goes away because they don't need studios we're a perfect example of that right that that yahoo finance built a brand new studio 18 months ago um actually less the studio itself is, is even newer than than the the broadcast and so I don't see it going anywhere. I see the way we consume it being different and there being a lot more, a lot of other options. I mean, you already see it. You don't get 20 million people watching a sitcom anymore. um, And you're just okay with that. It's the, there's lots of different people watching lots of different things. And um, I do think that you have all these streaming products. There's going to be a consolidation um, I don't think they can all survive forever, but there's a an appetite for everything that's out there, and so uh, it's just more about the consumption.
0: So round peg for round holes. As long as there's enough people yeah, exactly. out there, they're going to find something yep. they like. That's great. Now, uh, RP Healthcast. We are a healthcare focused podcast. So, question mm-hmm. on healthcare. You know, based on what's going on in the world right now with the coronavirus, and how you all at Yahoo Finance we're getting the love right now—corona every day, healthcare coverage, that type of stuff. How do you think that's going to change in the future? What sort of permanent changes do you think healthcare will remain a hot topic of coverage? Um, I don't want to say in the near future, obviously. Well, in the near future, but but in yeah, the future.
1: Yeah. Well, I think for starters, we, uh, you know networks have long had uh healthcare correspondents doctors on on their payroll and so perhaps some of that just grows as as interest grows um i think you've seen that since the beginning of media right when you, it goes where the interest goes and i i feel like this is going this has legs this story has legs this topic has legs we you know, a year and a half ago, didn't have a healthcare reporter, it was kind of get people from the outside to come in and comment, have our anchors just bone up on all this stuff. And and we before this all happened, hired a um, fantastic healthcare reporter who's been very, very busy, as you can imagine. So I think, you know, expanding your, your healthcare expert roster, whether it's on staff or outside is a smart thing for any media company to do. Because um, I, I feel bad saying this, but I don't think this is whenever this ebbs, I don't think it's the last we've heard of this virus and potentially not the last we've heard of of another virus or another sickness or another epidemic that that tears through our society, which is unfortunate. Um, but, you know, healthcare. care. Uh, joins up with so many of the other topics we talk about. And so I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I mean, it's connected to climate change. It's connected to politics. It's connected to your money and, uh, you know, the the way the government budgets and and all this stuff that uh, means perhaps the light wasn't shown so brightly on it before. And maybe that's what happens now that everyone goes, oh, wait, this is actually important. And uh, the media companies follow suit by focusing on it more.
0: Kevin, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope to speak with you back here again soon. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or future story suggestions, please reach out to us on social media or email us at rphealthcast at rooneyco.com or visit us on our website at rooneypartners.com forward slash rphealthcast Additionally, if you like what you hear, Please follow us, review us, and share us with your friends and colleagues. Thank you, and we hope you enjoyed the RP HealthCast.